This is episode 347 of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. On this week's episode, Chase is going to take a look at Jackass Forever and the Jackass franchise as a whole. So buckle in, strap in, prank your friends, do some crazy stunts. Uh, we're going to see uh, what Chase thinks about the movie, so you're going to have to tune in and find out. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Real Man Colon, a movie podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Chase Lee, and thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are awesome. Uh, before we begin uh, this episode, if you could please spread this episode around and let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to, it would be much appreciated. Uh, you guys' support and just um, everything week to week, especially with all this like extra content coming out, you guys have been killing it. Um, so I, I really appreciate that, uh, twofold. So thank you. Uh, you guys are the best. This is episode 347. Uh, like I said at the top, I will be going over Jackass Forever. That is the main film of conversation. Not really much to talk about just cause like, you know, you, you guys know what the franchise is. It's not anything crazy. It's not high brow entertainment. So, you know, take it or leave it. But, um, yeah, so, uh, that will be the main review of conversation. I'll kind of give just my general thoughts on, the Jackass franchise leading up to that point. Um, and that'll be it. It'll be very, just kind of short and quick episode uh, this week. And then um, next week uh, will be uh, uh, Death on the Nile, uh, episode 348. So there is your preview for next week. I got to ask, every single week, you know I got to do it. How you guys doing? You guys doing pretty good? So, you know, it's uh, at the time of this recording, it's February. Um, we're about to be hit with some ice fun stuff here in Texas. Uh, usually you don't know what the weather is going to be like because it just doesn't tell you, you know, you could wake up and have like a clear indication of like what the weather is going to be like, but honestly, is it going to stay that way? You just don't know. Uh, Texas likes to pull, um, uh, the wool, uh, over your eyes very, very quickly and just be like, you know, it's, it's going to be nice. It's going to be sunny. Um, and then they pull some BS where, you know, and then it's going to drop to like 20 degrees within like six hours. So, uh, that is what we're dealing with here. Um, so I might be, uh, just up in, uh, up in my house for a few days. So it's gonna be fun stuff, but, um, yeah, so I hope everyone's doing well. Um, you know, I can't believe January has, has come and gone very, very quick month. My God. So, um, yeah, I can't believe it's already February. It's crazy. And February is pretty packed with, with stuff, um, with like movies and, episodes that i'm gonna do for you guys so oscar noms are you know tomorrow at the time of uh, when this comes out um this episode comes out so yeah a lot of good stuff coming your way so um what have i been catching up on i've actually been watching a lot of stuff um you know uh since i talked to you guys last obviously still watching euphoria still amazing um i think eric dane needs to be pushed for an emmy uh, for that show, you know, Zendaya already won her Emmy for the show. So I think uh, if HBO is smart, I think they need to push the um, supporting cast. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, Eric Dane, uh, Jacob Eldory, um, every single person that's not Zendaya on that show has been stepping up. And I really hope um, they push someone else because they're, they're just absolutely incredible. Um, so we're still, still watching that. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, still love that show. Um, John Goodman, you know, Danny McBride, uh, Adam Devine. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those ridiculous kind of like 
when you watch Euphoria and like your brain is just melted by what you just saw, it's a great kind of counter show uh, before you go to bed. So um, yeah, Righteous Gemstones. The show, oh, uh, I blazed through Ozark season four, uh, part one. I will recommend that show in, until like the day I'm dead. Like I, I, even when the show is done here in the summertime, I think people should still watch it. Even go back and rewatching it. It is so good. And I know people are just like, oh, it's like Breaking Bad light. And it's just, yeah, they got similarities. Um, we have one man, you know, trying to topple, you know, a, a drug ring and, you know, drug lords and all that stuff. Like, yes, there are similarities, but like, it's so, so good. And Jason Bateman and Laura Linney um, uh, really carry that show as the, the married couple and all the supporting cast is fantastic. It's shot really well. It's edited to perfection to where when you get done with one episode, you want to just binge watch the entire thing. I told myself, and shame on me because, you know, I, I sometimes just don't uh, trust myself to do it. But I told myself that I would take my time. And I would, I was like, well, it's the last season. I'll take my time until part two. Nope. Um, as soon as I watched episode one, I took a break for like a day. And then I watched episodes two through seven and finished it in one night. I was like, this, I hate myself uh, for doing that. But um, it's really incredible. Just a, a, a very just tension-filled, suspenseful um, uh, show that has really rich characters, great dialogue, and you're just invested from start to finish. And it's just so, so, so good. So Ozark, uh, check it out um, if you are looking for something to watch. I would recommend that one. I would also recommend it if you are listening to this podcast and you have a significant other or you know someone that you like watching TV shows with. I think this is a really great one to watch together. Um, case in point, my parents watch this show and my mom doesn't like really language that much. Uh, I know my dad kind of likes this stuff because like he watches Yellowstone, so he kind of um, is already into the, the, that type of like world building and characters and stuff. But, like, they blaze through it. So, you know, it, my, my parents are, are basically putting the stamp of approval on it. So, and they're very, very picky. So, uh, yes, Ozark, Ozark, Ozark. If there's something that you guys need to watch, please watch that. Um, also, I finished up Tiger King Season 2. I was so angry because it was so boring. Like, I had to... I told myself I would never do this, but I actually had to put the speed thing on Netflix to 1.5 because I was bored out of my mind. I was like, just let me watch it at almost two times speed. Let me just get through it really quickly. I can understand everything that's going on. And it basically is just filler to leading up to a possible season three. And I'm like, this was so pointless. And like, I enjoyed the first season for what it was, just very trashy reality show, but I don't know. Part two just made me so depressed. I was like, this is so boring. So yeah, I watched that. I'm trying to think of what else I've been catching up on. Um, This is us. Uh, always still continuing to watch that. Love it. Cry every single episode like a little baby. Um, and then the new show that I've actually started. Uh, well, first of all, uh, me and the wife, we want to start watching Insecure, uh, the Issa Rae show. So excited to watch that whenever we jump into that. Because it, it, I think it was on its last season last year, and it's done. So, you know, now we can, like, binge it. 
Still got to watch Succession. Succession. That's like my, my I, I guess, like newest binge I want to do. But I also squeezed in another show. And I finished the first season, excuse me, within two days. Because uh, they're only 25-minute episodes. So it's very easy to do. But um, I was watching Atlanta. Because um, season three is coming out on March 25th. So I was like, hey, I like Donald Glover and uh, Brian uh, Tyree Henry and Lakeith Stanfield so, and Zazie Beetz, uh, who I didn't know it was in it. First season was great. Um, it's funny, um, but also it's Donald Glover. So it has those moments of like really sharp comedy, but also really sharp commentary. And so it can dip from comedy to, to drama very, very quickly, and it actually works. Um, and of course, like I said, since it's Donald Glover, he's got a lot to say. Um, and I appreciate that. It makes the show stand out. It's different. Um, so I'm excited to start uh, season two. There's really no rush because season three doesn't even come out until the end of next month. Um, so I could take my time. But if we have learned from the previous conversation, I always lie to myself. Um, but yeah, uh, Atlanta is a really, really good one. That one's on Hulu. If uh, you have a Hulu subscription, Check it out. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we're watching How I Met Your Father. Um, you know, it, it's solid so far. Uh, the Sex and the City prequel, and just like that, is making me angrier every single day we watch it, or every week that we watch it, because it's just always disappointing. And I'm excited to start the uh, Pam and Tommy show on Hulu uh, with Lily James and Sebastian Stan, where they play Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Uh, and it's all about the the sex tape and how that was released and everything. So, yeah, excited for that one. And that's about it. Oh, um, see, I, every time I think there it's it, we've always watched something new. Uh, we started that show, The After Party, on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. That is a really fun show. Uh, murder Mystery, Who Done It? Goofy characters, really great writing. Um, I re- I'm, I'm enjoying it. A great cast, too. It's basically like from all of our favorite streaming shows. Someone was plucked from a show and they were thrown onto this one. It's from the creators of uh, like 21 Jump Street and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Lego Movie, um, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, Chris Miller is directing this one solo, but Phil Lord uh, uh, definitely helped him out uh, for sure. But really fun one on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm also watching Servant on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. I finished Season 2 uh, right before Season 3 dropped. And um, curious to know where they're going to go with it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. I've watched so much that my brain is just probably screaming right now. Like, why you why you do that? Like, this is why we can't sleep at night, you idiot. Um yeah, that's about it. And I didn't catch up on the Jackass movies in preparation for four. I just, I've seen them. I know what they are. I remember most of the stunts and stuff. I didn't really need to watch it again. But speaking of that, let's talk about the Jackass franchise before we dive into Jackass forever. So my relationship with this franchise goes as follows. I never saw the show. Never did. So when the movie came out in 2002, I believe, um, just two years after the uh, the show aired, which is crazy, um, 
I saw the first one because I rented it, I believe, um, at our local uh, rental store. I was 17 at the time, so I was able to do it. I liked it. I liked the first one. Um, you know, uh, that was my first introduction to it, and I was like, okay, some stuff is gross. Some stuff is really cool just from a, a stunt perspective. Um, you know, I, I had a decent time. Then 2006 rolls, rolls around, and then Jackass number two comes out. I was working at the theater uh, when that came out, <laughs> and I was an usher. I would I would clean the theaters, and so I would I would pop in to movies occasionally and just kind of like catch what was going on for like a, a couple seconds, sometimes a few minutes, but we don't have to tell people that. Um, and I would just kind of glimpse at Jackass number two, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, fine, 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 I'll watch it. Um, Jackass number two was pretty good. I, I, I had a fun time with that one. Definitely some of the grossest things they've done up to that point. Um, and I remember a lot of people complaining about the, uh, last thing that happens in that movie, which is the drinking of a certain liquid. And I remember certain people were just so appalled and they're like, what is this? I need my money back. It's like, you willingly paid money to see jackass number two what did you think the movie was about <laughs> um if you're paying money to see a jackass movie i have no um sympathy for you like if you are a, like just absolutely disgusted and appalled by it, that's that's on you like you know what you're getting yourself into going into it so i don't i don't want to hear it karen um and so i remember a lot of people were complaining about that i was like Ugh, okay whatever then Jackass 3D comes out, um, 2010, I believe, 2011. And so uh, I was still working at the theater. And I thought the funniest thing about that movie was us handing out 3D glasses for a Jackass movie. Uh, so like anytime when anyone purchased a ticket, you know, you hand out the 3D glasses because it was in 3D. The funniest thing, it's like you're going to be seeing poop and penis in 3D. And so, uh, I thought that was yeah, the funniest bit for sure was just us for, uh, handing out 3d glasses for a 3d cinematic experience known as Jackass 3d. But, uh, I enjoyed Jackass 3d. I actually thought the 3d was, uh, really cool. Uh, it's, it wasn't shot on 3d cameras. I don't think I could be wrong. Correct me down below. I think it was post converted, but even then it added a lot more depth to it and it added, um, you know, a, a more of an interactive experience and really just immerse yourself into it. Um, having some of the, the pranks and the stunts kind of like pop out and like uh, be out of the screen and then um, fly into the screen and like hit the person or whatever. I don't know. It was a, yes, was it a gimmick? And yes, were they making fun of it because it was the 3D craze back in the day? Absolutely. But you know what? Capitalize on that. Uh, and they sure as hell did because that... Um, the third one made the most money out of all of them so far. So that's why, like, you know, going to the fourth one, before I review it, it's just like, I was thinking to myself, like, wow, could it it do that again? But then again, it's been over 10 years. I just don't know if it has the same staying power. So, but, uh, yeah, I thought Jackass 3D was quite the experience, and some of that stuff I really just wish I didn't see, um, especially the, the Porta Potty one. But, um yeah, um, so I, I've, I've enjoyed it. But um, yeah, so I, it's one of those things to where I, I realize it's a, it's a niche type of 
documentary. Um, cause that's what it is. It's not for everyone. Um, but I, I will say that I've had a pretty consistent experience with all three of them in terms of, Hey, some of the stunts and some of the pranks work for me and some of them don't, which I think will be the case for most people. I don't think, um, all of them are going to work. Uh, if you like watching people cause pain to their bodies and you laughing and, uh, being, um, uh, repulsed by it, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I realize that not a lot, not everything is going to hit, but, uh, when they hit, it hits, uh, when they make me laugh, they make me laugh when they are absolutely disgusting and crude, you know, I can take it or leave those, but you know, uh, that's just kind of like my perspective on it. You know, after, in, after watching number four, I kind of want to watch the TV show, like kind of watch just a couple, a couple of the old episodes to kind of get like a vibe and just what they were trying to accomplish back in the day before they blew up to what they are now. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe working at the theater in 2006 and seeing Jackass number two, and then now in 2022, as a actual member of the press reviewing Jackass Forever, my life has <laughs> my life has um, definitely changed. That is for sure. But um, yeah, so. That's kind of my thoughts on the Jackass franchise. Please let me know down below what you think of the franchise as a whole. Um, and yeah, I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Because I, I, like I said, I know it's not for everyone. I know people are going to be absolutely just gun-ho on like making sure like they don't see it and like making sure no one else... Like I, I get it. You know, it's, um, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I, I've had my ups and downs with the whole franchise. So that's what I will boil it down to. When we come back from the break, I will be talking about the newest film, Jackass Forever, uh, which will star the old crew in their 40s. Johnny is 50. And, of course, they bring a bunch of new people in, but just really crazy to see them that old. But, um, yeah, so when we come back, I will be going over Jackass Forever. So what am I going to think about? Well, you just have to tune in and find out right after the break. See you then. <music> And welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about Jackass Forever. Now, this is the fourth installment in the Jackass franchise. And if you are unaware of what Jackass is, uh, it has been running for 22 years. But just in case uh, this is your first time you're ever hearing about this, it's a bunch of guys coming together, uh, pulling off dangerous stunts, pranks on one another, and hurting themselves for our entertainment's sake. <laughs> Uh, but just the, the pain and the, the disgusting nature of like what they pull off, um, can get squeamish at times, but, um, you know, if, it, if it's your bag, it's your bag. Uh, I, I'm not going to judge. Uh, I, I've, I've enjoyed the past three, um, for what they are, you know, it's not highbrow entertainment, but, um, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, I cannot believe the, that the last one that came out was 12 years ago. Insane. So um yeah so this is the fourth installment of that franchise so going into it i i honestly didn't know what to expect i told myself before i started um hearing about this that i did not want to see any trailers i didn't want to have any of the the pranks or the stunts be ruined for me because that trailer is gonna be two minutes worth it might have the majority of them in there i wanted to be surprised i wanted to just kind of experience 
Jackass Forever as fresh as possible. Um, so I, I didn't watch any trailers. I stayed away from it. So then I saw it. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Is it absolutely disgusting and vile? Yes. Um, is it funny at times? Also, yes. Um, are there some of the, uh, the pranks and stunts that just go on too long and uh, really uh, kind of overstay their welcome? Also, yes. So I think it's a combination of just a bunch of different things. Um, I don't know if it would be classified as my favorite, but it was an entertaining film at points, and, um, you know, I had a time with it. <laughs> Not really, like, a good time. It's kind of hard to uh, say that you want to have a good time with a film that shows a lot of feces and a bunch of penises. But, you know, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things to where, like, everyone on screen looked like they were having fun. I had fun to a point, and that's all I can really say for it. So... Uh, I, w I will say that the uh, the interesting thing about this movie is that it's 2022. Everyone does everything on the internet nowadays. And just knowing that there was a 12-year gap from the last one to this one, a lot has changed on the internet landscape. Uh, everyone's pulling off dangerous stunts on YouTube. And so when I was watching the film, I was thinking to myself, a bit of the charm has worn off of the Jackass crew because we see stuff online like this every single day. So, you know, making another movie of like what they originated 22 years ago, it's nice and all, but it also kind of loses some of its, um, its sting a little bit just because people can do anything on the internet nowadays. So I was constantly thinking about that as I was watching the film. And uh, it, it's not a fault to them. It's just that we've all been so entrenched in the internet landscape for so long now and, and YouTube and and just people sharing content on TikTok and all that stuff to where when you see something like this, it's kind of like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I, I guess the, the right uh, kind of phrase is like not as impressed. Um, you know, and then you, you sit there as you're watching them pulling off these stunts like, oh, yeah, I'm not really impressed. And then it's like, well, can you do what they do? Absolutely not. I think they're braver than me. But um, that's just kind of an observation that I saw. Um so I, w I would divide this uh, movie up into a, a, a few different um, camps here. So there's a lot of uh, disgusting ones. A lot of, you know, just crude, just vile, repulsive, just gnarly things that they do in this one. And, and honestly, I think this is probably the grossest one that they've done so far. Um, you know, watching those type of uh, stunts... You know, I, I think they kind of overstayed their welcome. Um, didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, I'd never been one to, um, uh, I guess, like watching that stuff. Like in the Jackass movies, I'm more about like the stunts and the pranks on one another. But as far as like the disgusting stuff goes, it, it's pushing the boundaries, man. I don't know how they got away with some of this stuff in the movie. But then again, if you watch 3, 2, and 1, they basically do the same thing. So that stuff doesn't really... Uh, do it for me. The pranks on one another, always fun to see. I always like their camaraderie and I always like their chemistry with one another. They just feel like a, a group of just um, siblings, just all kind of like just pranking each other and just having fun doing it. And those bits, they're just kind of sprinkled in between are super hilarious just because like, you know, they're, they're all just having fun with one another. 
even when someone pranks another person, um, that person that got pranked, like they just, you know, kind of brush it off their shoulders, if you will. And so it was just really fun to kind of see that. Also, I like the addition of the new people. Um, you know, uh, the three that come to mind are, are Zach, which is like this bigger set guy, uh, Jasper, and um, uh, Rachel, uh, the the only the lone woman in the in the group. But um, she was fearless, and like you know, it, it, the new people, they were fearless to do mostly anything. Like there was just like really no complaining. Or it was just like it was amazing to me, like how gung ho they were to do stuff. And I love the fact that like Johnny was uh, pranking them as well, as well as his his friends. And it's it's weird to see like most of them in their forties, and you know Johnny's fifty at this point, um, doing this stuff. But uh, it, it also hurts worse, like that phantom pain when you watch it. You're just like, oh wow, my my whole body hurts watching this. But yes, the the pranks on one another. I sorry I, I derailed for a bit, but the pranks on one another uh, were really fun to see. Um, I, that's always been probably my favorite part. Um, and then, of course, the other camp is the stunts. Like, the the absolute insane things that they put through their body um, for our entertainment. And you can you can feel the the bones crackling. You can feel, like, the, the bodies hit the ground. And it's just, it's, oh, man, some of that stuff is just, like, they purposely heighten the audio and the, uh, the sound design just so you can feel it even more. It's more of an immersive experience. But, um... The stunts are really cool. Um, you know, I, I've always appreciated uh, what they can come up with when it comes to stunts and just the sets that they build and just the absolute lunacy that they go through just for one stunt. Um, as, uh, case in point, this is in the trailer, but like when Johnny's in the, the cannon and he's shot off into the lake, um, you know, that maybe lasts like 20 seconds, but I can't imagine like the prep work of like finding that cannon and building it and like who's gonna do it and like where uh what johnny is gonna do when he flies out let's say all that stuff just for like 20 seconds it's just it blows your mind because that just shows you where the genius comes from um uh of of the crew and like what they can come up with and um i i, I like that about them uh, and of course they got their juvenile side with all the penises and poop but um it seeing the stunts kind of play out and just the amount of work that had to go into them, I was really impressed. Um, you know, and then like the the opening um, stunt and the, the the closing stunt and all the big stuff uh, was really impressive to see. So, yes, is this highbrow uh, art um, that A twenty four just released and it's going to be nominated for Oscars? No, um, but if this is your thing and you like the Jackass movies and the TV show and just Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O and those type of personalities, you might enjoy it. Just be prepared. Uh, it is jackass after all. You will be uh, horrified, appalled, um, and you will you will feel that phantom pain, um, especially as a guy down below. You will also just be uh, uh, repulsed by just everything that you're watching. So it is definitely a unique experience, um, as it always is. Uh, truly an American thing, for sure. As I was watching it last night, I was like, wow, th this film is like just just America. And I'm sure when other people watch it around the world, they're just like, yeah, that's that's what Americans are. Just dumb, doing stupid stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it truly is um, 
a unique thing. I'm actually more curious to know who's going to go to the theater to watch it, how much money it's going to make opening weekend. All those questions are just pondering through my head, but because um, all, all the other three have actually done quite well, so who knows? But um, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag for me. Um, but when I was impressed, I was impressed. When I was laughing, I was really laughing. When I was disgusted and I thought it overstayed its welcome a bit, I really felt it. So I'm kind of just all over the place with it. Um, so that's just kind of like my overall uh, thought process behind it. Also, just as a side note, I really like the fact that the director, Jeff uh, Tremaine, he's been the director for all of them. I like that he participates. And I like how uh, I like that he's game for stuff. I like that Johnny messes with him. I like that it's a very um, interactive uh, documentary experience where like the uh, subjects are also interacting with the crew. Um, I, I've always liked that nice little kind of touch uh, to the Jackass brand. So yeah, uh, I, I know that's kind of like a lot of thoughts kind of just jumbling out, uh, really, really dissecting the artistry that is Jackass Forever. And that'll do it for my review of Jackass Forever. Please let me know down below what you thought of the movie and uh, what you think of the franchise overall. But that will do it for this uh, week's episode of the Real Me and Cold Movie Podcast. That is 347 in the bag. Next week is episode 348, where I will be going over Death on the Nile, the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express, and a movie that is also facing an uphill battle on how to uh, advertise it. So going to be fun. Um, might have a couple more mini reviews, uh, depending on... Uh, oh, I will have at least one more mini review uh, for uh, you guys uh, th this week. And then also look out for my Oscar nominations, uh, live reaction, uh, special episode um, that will be dropping as well tomorrow at the time that this episode drops. So yeah, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. But yeah, that will do it for this uh, current episode, 347. Thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are amazing. Uh, hopefully you guys have a wonderful day or night. Um, and I will see you guys for the next batch of stuff. You know? Next batch of stuff. I, I, I don't know how to end this. So, okay. Okay, bye.